Welcome to Which Game First, where we explore the hilariously huge world of board games. Did we find any hidden treasures you've been missing out on? Let's find out. First up this week, we have Rolling the Dice and Filling in the Grids, Tetris style in Number Drop. Next up, we speed between gas and brakes in hopes of a perfectly rounding that apex in Vecto Race. And lastly, we go round and round a monochrome board in what the box claims to be a fantastic voyage. I'm your host, Celeste Angels, here with my decades-long gaming buddies, Evan Bernstein. Hello, everyone. Ed Povolitis. Hi, guys. Time to game. And Mike Grenier. This be the place. (laughs) (laughs) Our first game up this week is Number Drop, designed by Florian Syriex. What do you think? Syrio, maybe? Syrio. French? Syrio. And Benoit Turpin, published by Debacle Jeu in 2021. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Props. Thank you. Props. Thanks, <laughs> Number of players, one to six, ages 10 and up. Playtime, 20 minutes. Okay, Mikey, tell us what's in the bright box. All right. The cover of the box keeps it simple, everybody. A stark white background with a 1989-ish pink and blue grid and matching Tetra-style pieces falling from the sky. Inside we see five special six-sided dice, 100 playing sheets, ooh boy, and a board with five tiles. And that's it. That's what's in the box. Well, before we tell you if this game stacks up, Evan, give us the shape of the rules. (laughs) Number drop. It's a, of course, Tetris-style roll-and-write game played with shapes and numbers. Roll five dice. Four of the dice have numbers, and the other one determines the shape of the piece. Drop the Tetris shapes into your grid, and populate the spaces with the numbers rolled. You're looking to line up three of the same number, or three consecutive numbers in a row. Unlock blocking tiles to make things extra difficult for your opponents. Complete all your rows. Try not to leave any blank spaces. Once a player hits the top line, the game ends, scores are added up, A winner is declared, and sit back and enjoy looking at your imperfect grid. (laughs) No. Highly imperfect. Mine was highly imperfect. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Somewhat frustrating how imperfect it is. Yeah, you guys know how much that tweaks me out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we played this game on Board Game Arena, right, Mm -hmm. Ed? Yes. Um, Yeah, I think. Yes, right. And then the board was that bright pink and blue Mm -hmm. they did a really nice job but wow the dice in real life i really wish we had a chance to play with them Mm, they're cool looking nice translucent dice what's that kind of like and they're and they're special translucent yes one of them is custom with the shapes on it yeah some of them have stars on them too there's not it's a six-sided die but there's like a three four five one two star i think on one of them yeah Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, so they're different. They're yeah, the, the, the star. Right. Yeah, the star is wild. So mm-hmm. make the star whatever you need it to be, which is handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ne- mm-hmm. Necessary, one might say. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. Now Ed says this is more of a roll and drop than a roll and write. <laughs> Why is that? Mm-hmm. Well, you're writing, but it's the same. Like like you roll. I mean, you got to <laughs> drop your little thing down. So yeah. And if you stop, you stop, drop, and roll. Oh, right. <laughs> like like I learned in kindergarten. Mm. Right? I don't know. To me, this is like another 
non-Tetris Tetris game. Like you see the Tetris pieces, you imagine fitting them in all nicely into your board, mm -hmm. and then you find out that it's not really going to happen the way you want it to happen. <laughs> At all. At, At all. all. <laughs> but it is classic roll and write. I mean, mm -hmm. you are filling in the sheet, mm -hmm. and the sheet is, you know, the whole game. The whole game is just those few dice and mm -hmm. your sheet. And you're Xing off the spots that you can't use anymore. Mm. And it's very, very sad. sad. Yes. So what did you guys think overall of this roll and write game? Did it hold your interest? Was it too slow, too challenging, not challenging enough? Where did it fall? I mean, it's interesting trying to build those sets, especially when you don't get quite the right numbers. Like, like okay, I can put this number here, this number here, and that works for this, but... The other number is just wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> doesn't yep. fit anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Where's the trash bin? I need a trash bin for that number. Yeah. And it can mess up do a lot of future stuff for you, too. Do you think there should be a mechanic in a game like this in which you can spend some kind of points to alter the score one up, one down? We've seen mm -hmm. other games that allow you to do that, change the face. Yeah, of I don't think yeah. I remember seeing much of that mechanic in this game. You nope. Pretty much, what you, you, you keep what you get and you, you make do. Get yeah. what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is kind of in the Tetris theme in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Just keep on going, no matter if you got blank spaces or not. You just got to keep Take what on you going. get and put it somewhere and keep going. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to get not only the matching numbers, but you're also trying to get number sequences. So sometimes you can kind of work those two things together a little bit, you know? Like by mm -hmm. the shape of your piece, you're like, well, in the future, I'm going to need a five up here on this next third row up from where I am. So you kind of stick that number that doesn't work anywhere and then build your way up to it. So there's some ways around it if you're clever, but sometimes sure. you just don't get the right numbers at all, period. And you just have to kind of right. get Or the right it. shape. They're both of those mm -hmm. things you're looking for. You're looking for the right number. It's like, yes, I got the right number, but the shape is just all wrong. Why mm -hmm. couldn't it be the nice long vertical one I need? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, I love those. Yep. And it gets even worse when you consider that people that get a certain amount of sequences, either matching sets or sequences, can kind of buy a piece to mess up other people with. So now they're yes. stuck with this weirdo piece in the middle of their board yep. that they can't do anything about that they'd like to. Uh, that, mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. Def definitely um, working against your opponent actively mm -hmm. right. is, is is a strategy to winning this game. Yeah. You have to block oh, no, your opponent. Oh, no, I got to put from... this. This doesn't mm -hmm. work anywhere. Why do I got to put this on my board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad face. Ugly. Especially when you've got a nice stack going. Oh, it's yeah. working out perfectly. Ed, what did you do? You dropped that. Ah. Oh, yeah. I think Ed does Messed it to me, me on purpose because he knows how much I hate like the messy <laughs> asymmetry or like... Like it's just an ugly thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. playing games, you know. He doesn't have to be mean about it, darn it. But he just gets, he loves it. He has that little mischievous, if, if you could see him now, and some of you can, he has a mischievous <laughs> yes, face of like loving to torture me in these games on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think he shares the love though. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel equally tortured sometimes. So it's like, I, if I can't have nice thing, you can't too. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's it. That's it. Oh, we're learning life lessons through all this gaming we're doing together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Evan, there's negative scores in this uh, game? Yeah, that's kind of, uh, yeah. Oh, so what happens is that mm -hmm. as you're building, you get closer to the top, 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 and there becomes a line, mm -hmm. which will, if you go over that line, it, it basically demarks that the end of the game. But also, any spaces that you are above that line for each 
um, row, negative mm-hmm. five, negative five, negative mm-hmm. five. So you got to be really careful. Although sometimes you may want to force the end of the game. Mm-hmm. If you see that you're well ahead of your opponent, you may want to kind of race up and 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 close the game down prematurely. Even if mm-hmm. you do have to suffer that negative, yeah, uh, set of set of points, you you may make, be able to make the calculation that it's still worth your while to grab the victory at that. Point. I mean, you better be darn sure. You have no hope, and you might as well just end now. Now pull the Band-Aid <laughs> off and uh, get ready for the next game. Oh, you mean uh, king-making? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> king-making. not king-making. Should... It's ending my misery and it's ending my <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. in this case, We should I have a discussion about king-making sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, I liked, I really did enjoy figuring out where to put my numbers. And I didn't bump into really hating getting jammed with a, a uh, a piece. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't any time where I was super frustrated about getting a piece. I was really immersed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even when I got garbage, I was like, all right, this isn't so bad. I can do something. Maybe I was, you know, unrealistically optimistic, but I didn't, uh, I just didn't bump into that as much. Yeah. You caught a wave of good luck, it sounds maybe. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you're clever, you I can kind like of avoid some problems. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, explorers, it's time to dig up or bury number drop. Ed? Well, for some aspect of this game, it's really cool. I like the way the dice, I like the way the Tetris bit works. You know, trying to arrange the, the number pieces to fit or arrange the numbers in the right sequence. But my, more of my memories of the game focus on the frustrations rather mm-hmm. than the joy of actually having the combo win off. So for that reason, I think I'm getting a slight berry. Just- mm. mm-hmm. All right, Evan. So number drop. It, it definitely scratches that Tetris itch, no doubt about it. And while I see nothing wrong with the game per se, it's not like it's broken or anything or has any major problems. I think the problem, though, is that the novelty wears out pretty quick. Tetris mm. has been around a long time. There's so many other... Lots of Tetris games. You you can this this game can get a little tiresome, I think, pretty quickly. Like Ed, I'm gonna slightly bury it. <laughs> okay, Mike. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh no, it's it's not so bad. But like when I play my Tetris style games, I like them a little more tidy, you know. And I don't want people mm. messing with my board. I'd rather be going <laughs> directly up against them, you know. Uh, uh, pair that with the luck of the dice that add to the little bit of frustration there. And it kind of just got a little tedious and annoying for me by the end. So I say bury it. Wow, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's nobody here with me. I feel so alone uh, on this side of the fence. Go for it, Celeste. Take Get it. it. Defend right. it. Well, look. Sell it. I, Here's the thing. I love Tetris. I'm not sick of Tetris. I still have a Tetris app on my phone to this day. (laughs) That's awesome. So I just never get tired of Tetris or Tetris-shaped things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this did, yes, it's not Tetris, but it draws you in with that little touch. I love the colors. Pad and dice were gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And hey, let's face it, in a roll and write, pad and dice are pretty much the whole game. So they've got to draw you in. And this one drew me in. I love the clean, bright look, and I thought the game was just that right amount of challenging. I don't mind people messing with my board because I don't plan far enough ahead to care. So, <laughs> in a rolling right anyway. You know? 
Ambivalence definitely, you know, <laughs> takes care of lots of things. That's true. So dig it up. All right. All right. All right. All right. Got to dig well up sold. on that one. Well sold. Feels good. Do you like Tetris games as much as me? If you do, I want to hear all about it. Let us know at which game first. We are on all social media and Discord. Our next game up this week is Vecto Race, designed by Spartaco. Albertarelli and David, no, I think it's David, David Gelfi, mm -hmm. published by Kaleidos Games in 2018. Number of players two to four, ages 12 and up, playtime 45 minutes. Okay, Mikey, tell us what's in the box. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> the cover of the box shows flame cloaked paper funny cars dashing, smashing, and crashing into one another as they zip oh. around a stark white racetrack. Inside, we find 20 movement tokens, a pit lane token, 32 tire tokens, 32 nitro tokens, 8 car tokens, a ruler, a starting grid token, 6 lap tokens, 8 piston tokens, and 8 cardboard <laughs> foldable 3D cars. And that's what's in the box. Well, before we tell you if you should get revved up over this game, from from Evan, zoom by the rules. Vector Race is a racing car simulation based on a vector movement concept called octagon system. Basically, everything's <laughs> octagons. Yeah. Your car is an octagon. You're going to move things in an octagon shape going in that sort of pattern. Mm -hmm. Eight sides to everything. The game requires only a flat surface to be played. You don't. There's no game board. Mm-hmm. You're playing on a table or on the carpet or whatever you can find. So mm -hmm. that's neat. The goal that is, is to win the race, obviously, but by essentially plotting your cars moves as efficiently as possible. Mm -hmm. And you move by shifting into a gear that you desire. Go to fourth gear, move four spaces. Then your next turn, you might want to shift up to five and move five spaces or shift down to three as you go three spaces and slow down in anticipation of a turn. <laughs> Each gear piece is measured accordingly. So gear four, you cover, covers more distance than gear three, <laughs> five more than four, so on. Easy to follow. But you have to shift up or down one gear at a time on your turns. You can't go from five to one. You can use nitro for acceleration boosts and tire tokens will help you break. <laughs> but you have to use them wisely and sparingly. You're going to likely run out of them if you want to be mm -hmm. the fastest driver at this particular game table. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, you will run out. Oh, yeah. definitely run out. I ran out. Well, if you're like yeah. the last or Mikey, you did the first turn, run right off the road. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> listen, you can listen. You choose tires. I did not to, run use, off the road. Use tires to control your car, and use nitro to go faster. So I decided I'm just gonna have nitro only. Nitro, nitro, go nitro. fast, right? Just go fast. Mm. What could? Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. Fast what could go wrong? Go Go fast, go fast, as long as you aren't don't have a turn coming up. That's all. <laughs> yeah, Just, that's true. You know, that's go true. fast early. Mm -hmm. Right? As soon as you as soon as you come around that apex, you guys know what the apex is, by the way, on a racetrack. What the, I said oh, it at the yeah, beginning. It's the thing of the you go around, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the apex is that spot when you're going around the corner, that spot that you want to touch. So your car's mm -hmm. coming from the outermost area. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come as close as it can to the inside of the curve mm -hmm. before Grab it comes inside. out and around. Yeah. So you want to sort of just come to that 
just just short yep. of yep. you know going off the road on the inside track and then come out wide again. Yeah, until they come yeah, out with the total drift you, version. You're coming to the corner and you decelerate right into the apex and then you accelerate right out of the corner. That's mm-hmm. it. Accelerate right out of the apex, Mike. Mm-hmm. You're, you'll be good to go. <laughs> no well, problem. my problem was Use in the first... all the nitro you can. <laughs> first game I played, I had Evan in front of me and I ended up having to go around him. So I ended up on the f- too far on the outside of the track and then I was going too fast and then it just, just <laughs> snowballed from there, so... so we're talking a lot about our experience Mm -hmm. so it is a memorable game in Mm -hmm. that way but Mm -hmm. uh we played it on board game arena Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. actually did have a track right so the physical game you don't play with a track which is really interesting Um, but there was sort of a represent what you build your track in the physical game yes there's no no corners in order to, to designate where the the corners are the layout of the land. You can make it a simple oval or make it like a twisty, turning mm-hmm. Formula One race. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's that clever. is a really cool idea. Yeah, it's, it clever. Yeah. it's clever. So let me. Let and me I s- think on board game arena, you get to choose from several race tracks, like pre-made yep. tracks. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yep. well, we took the simple one. Yeah, yeah, we took the simplest one, and I still failed. <laughs> right, Mike. But um, yeah, uh, let me talk about <laughs> octagons just for a second. I think it. Yes. We're going to maybe talk yeah, about it later, but I, I haven't an idea. So what? an octagon, right? An octagon map would be the same exact map as a square map, just a regular grid map. It works okay, the same I'm way, with but with so orthogonal far. movement. So if they wanted to make a octagon, uh, octa, octagonal he- like board, like they could have, except for the fact that in this game... Because in the live version of the game, you're building it as long or short as you want, and there's measurement right. sticks, you mm-hmm. can't just count the number of spaces and decide where your apex is going to be. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. not there. You have to eyeball the measurements of this game. So that's that's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting way to look at it. I wonder if the game designers first tried to design this using a board of some kind, mm-hmm. and then someone came up with the frankly, really brilliant idea. Let's just get rid of the board altogether. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And like it took away so many potential issues that a board yeah. would otherwise have on yeah. a game like this. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think like, are really you saying cool that- going with eight sides? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Ed, t- you want to talk more about that? Why is it so cool? Why is eight sides so cool? Well, I mean, it, it does, like Mikey said, it does have the, oh, not only no up and down, but your diagonals are now included, mm-hmm. but Almost like a hex, it makes every directional the same. Mm-hmm. So yes. if you turn like, oh, I'm gonna go diagonal because it's an oxidon, you're not gaining extra speed just because you're moving on a diagonal mm-hmm. if they use a square grid. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. because of the ruler and uh, no, no, perfect little octagon shape, mm-hmm. like hey, mm-hmm. now I I'll, I'll go diagonal and I measure out perfectly. I'm not cheating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, so <laughs> yeah. speaking of the cheating aspect, like sort of, you know, we we wouldn't purposely <laughs> cheat, right? But online, it measures it exactly. In person, there's always uh-huh. that little, is it right on the edge of the token? The is it factor, to the fudge yes. factor? Exactly, Evan. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it definitely would play different in person because of 
you know, the people's house rules about where the edge of the shape mm-hmm. is or the edge of the Lots measurement. Lots of measurement is. fights. Yeah. yeah. It rem- right. It reminds me of one of those uh, um, Starfleet Battles kind of Warhammer. games or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Star- um, what was the other one? Silent Death? Warhammer 2 mm-hmm. is a in, huge in which you, one. In which you're on a hex grid and you are you have to map out your, the spread of your missiles or something. Mm-hmm. And okay, is my enemy on the line, over the line, in the, in the mm-hmm. range, not in the range? Mm-hmm. So you have that sort of feeling mm-hmm. about it. It, it, it yep. felt like that, that kind of right exactly yeah did i bump your car i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean i i really enjoyed the whole aspect of eyeballing stuff Mm -hmm. and you kind of gotta you know take a guess as to what's gonna happen around the corner that was very exciting to me Mm -hmm. yeah and is it is that kind of like what the race car driver is doing in real life yeah right i mean he's yeah, got to yeah. use his instincts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to see yeah. when it, that corner it, is coming and i like the flexibility or lack of flexibility you get by shifting gears mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. rulers represent you're shifting gears and the lower numbers give you more turning options mm-hmm. well no mm-hmm. you, you don't have to go directly in front of you you can actually go on the edge and there's more little pages where you can oh i'm gonna i'm gonna nudge a little bit to the left with this one mm-hmm. and the ruler gives you that option, while the ones that are a little bit more straight or faster, mm-hmm. you don't have as many options. Yeah, yeah. You have to, it's like, oh, you want full speed ahead with a boost of four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your option is straight or straight. Yeah, yes. I thought that was pretty clever <laughs> yeah. how they had that little tiny Very bit clever. of wiggle room on on depending on how slow or fast you were going. That was pretty clever, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so the many rulers the also have sharp. little tire mm-hmm. marks on them, too, where if you mm-hmm. want to use, like, oh, I really need to mud, you know, nudge over a lot to get around mm-hmm. Mikey so I can go on yeah. the inside yeah. of the corner and, Slotting, and push them out, you, yeah. you can burn tire points and use the tire piece of the ruler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. It gave you just, I felt like, a really nice amount of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Do they use nitro in real racing? Uh, uh, not legally, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> or everybody has it, and they do use it. I, you know, I, I, I always thought it was like a cheaty thing. But so, Mike, know? you yeah. think there's a perfect equation for this? I think that there could be, mostly on the online version. At home, I think that you're going to spread the track differently, and it will be off a little bit. But I think online, somebody could, you know, understand the board, which is consistent. And figure out the perfect mathematical formula for which mm-hmm. gears to use, which lanes to be in, et cetera. And on which particular map. Yeah, on, on each yeah, and right. on any particular map, exactly. And yeah. I think you're absolutely right until you involve other players in the mix. <laughs> oh yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right, because you can block. Right. Yeah. You know, and there's draft yeah. there's yeah. drafting and getting in behind other right. cars. So there, there it's not it's not a pure mathematical solution mm-hmm. to this game mm-hmm. that just yeah. needs to be cracked there are some variables i think if you're in yeah. front though if you're in the pole position then you can be ahead of people enough to not have that interference if you did the math just right. sure if you can get out in front then yeah. you could maintain your plan mm-hmm. and possibly overcome all obstacles yeah. at that point point. and that brings us a little bit to what you said here mike uh-huh. you're concerned about runaway leadership in this game. right and that ties right into what i was saying basically like i think if you get out front and you have the, a good calculation it's very hard for somebody to get around you because you, the lane you're in supposedly will be the optimal lane so if somebody's coming up behind you they'd have to waste movement and nudging and speed to get around you to get in front so i think mm-hmm. that once you get in front and you have strong calculation especially online really hard to overcome that mm. so you know so you can tell fair i have it's fair point 
And you can tell I know nothing about car racing because <laughs> I'm going to ask you, is that how it is in real life? If people get ahead, is it hard to get around them? Well, yeah. well generally speaking, to a degree, yes. but there are detriments to being a leader. First of all, um, the person who's in the, in the lead, especially in a line of cards, is mm-hmm. seeing the most drag, meaning uh-huh. to have the most air resistance. There is um, a feature in racing called drafting where you can get behind a car yep. and draft behind them, which means you're using their aerodynamic features in order to use less fuel, less Shake tires. Yeah. So you can use that to <laughs> oh, conserve energy and then get yeah. ahead. Yeah. Oh. Plus there's in real racing, of course, there's the factor of the cars themselves, you know, the how, what shape they're in, you know, especially after being abused. Like sure. in this game, your car yeah. doesn't, you know, have any doesn't monkey blow wrenches. Gasket, yeah, right? exactly. It doesn't blow a tire. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting well, I mean, if, I don't know if this game has a van tool for stuff like drafting. It might. It seems- yeah, it does. I think it does. Yes. Yeah, because I think yeah. that would help the, the the runaway leader aspect. But uh, I think yeah. it's in complication. Yeah. So we played it on the most basic version just to learn. Yeah, that's yep. true, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, explorers, it's time to dig up or bury Vecto Race. Is it Formula 8 that we played or the regular, Ed? Is there a difference? Uh, sorry, a difference between what? Uh, Vecto Race Formula 8 and Vecto Race. I think, uh, well, I think there's actually a reprint of other games because I think it's, it's from an Italian company, so they put out a couple of different versions of this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different and, translations uh, of the same game. It sounds Italian. <laughs> I, well, I think this is the new edition of this game that we're playing that they brought on the BGA, mm-hmm. and it, it looks like it's, it's pretty new. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. So we played the original Vector Race. I'm not sure. We're not sure Formula A is. I think it's, so we played basically the Vector Race Formula 8 is what I think we did. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. All right. right. Let's start with Ed. What do you think, Ed? I mean, all the rulers, all the little special (laughs) rules, little points. You know, you can play on any surface. I mean, yeah, I want to dig out the cardboard, glue it together, and go racing. (laughs) Let's dig it up. Evan? Vecto Race is clever. It's a it's actually a good game for BGA. Um, also for the table for the tabletop version as well. I mean, no board. It, 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 there's an abstractness to it that that's really neat. Cardboard cars, uh, maybe miniatures in the next version. That might be cool too. Um, I think it simulates a real car race fairly well. Dig it up. Quick question before I let Mike go. Uh, do you think you could use Matchbox, car- matchbox cars with this game? As long as everybody's using the same if size Matchbox the base. car. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, fitting they all it go on, on an octagon. octagon. Right. Yeah, they yeah. all go on the octagonal base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, why not? You could. Octagons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can use anything you want on their dragons if you want, right? As long as they fit in the octagon. <laughs> yeah. dragon, dragon race. Dragon Ooh. race. No, it's just dragon called drag race. and Careful. race. Right? Hey! Yeah. Copyright. <laughs> deep, trademark. Copyright. Trademark. Trademark. Copyright, trademark, you heard trademark. It here first. <laughs> Vecto Race Formula Dragon? Formula D. No, there's already a game called Formula D. D. Right. <laughs> All right, Mikey, what'd you think? Okay. So, I uh, just, just a, uh, I want to let you guys know that I changed my mind during our conversation. And that's why I was oh. typing a little bit. So, here we go. All right. I am not <laughs> at all a fan of auto racing. But I do like the measurement strategy games. Um, was the play enough to overcome the theme in this case? Maybe not. 
However, I think the in-person version of this might hold some more interesting interactions because of us imperfectly building the map. So for now, I'd like to try the in-person, and I have to say I dig it up. Okay. Right. I, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> um, I definitely like this game more than Mikey did while we were playing. <laughs> it was rough. I had a rough time. <laughs> I did. But I'm just being fair. You know, I will dig it up for now. So. <laughs> Um, I could see the appeal of trying to use your moves right to make the corner perfectly. I really did enjoy that piece. I think I would enjoy race car driving. I do. Real race car driving. Uh, I think I would like it. And this game was a fun primer in the basic principles of the sport. So I'm definitely digging it up. Nice. Well, if you are into Formula One racing or NASCAR, or racing games, we would love to hear from you. We are at Which Game First on all social media. Hey guys, what's going on with Which Game First? Evan? As you know, Which Game First plays some of our games online and live for you all to enjoy while we are also enjoying these <laughs> games. We've been playing them on Thursday, but we have an announcement. We are moving our games to Monday evenings, 8 mm -hmm. o'clock Eastern Standard Time, or yeah. Daylight Savings Time, East Coast Time, as I like to say it. Earlier in the week, later in the night. That's right. <laughs> Monday nights. night is a classic kind of gaming night. Mm -hmm. yeah, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. We would love for you to join us, because not only do we play the game and watch it unfold, we also have games to play with you, such as trivia, lots of interaction. Mm -hmm. We love hearing your comments about the game. I need your help suggesting the right moves to make. I need you. Please show up. Which game first live? <laughs> Monday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Woo, oh, Monday night. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I want to give a shout out to our patrons. Thank you so, so very much. If you want to become a patron of this show, just go to our website and click on Become a patron today and you will get access to our patron-only podcast. It's secret. It's just for our patrons and it is called Bonus, Bonus Points. It's secret <laughs> for you. We talk about all kinds of bonus items mm -hmm. on that uh, podcast and we would love for you to join us. If you are a patron, you will get access to it as well as being able to attend it live in our patron-only Discord channel. Yeah. Thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Thank, thank you, everyone. Guys. On to the next game. <laughs> Our last game up this week is the Fantastic Voyage Game. I'm sorry, there's no the. Fantastic, Fantastic Voyage, Voyage Game. game. Mm -hmm. No designer, because they'd be ashamed. And the... <laughs> It was well. published by our, <laughs> our friends at Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley. Hey. Your key to fun. In 1968. <laughs> Your key to fun. Oh, that's what the key is. Yes. MB oh, now I get it. <laughs> uh, after all these years. It is number of players 2 to 4, ages 6 to 12. Playtime. <laughs> Nobody We should have paid cares. attention to that, maybe. <laughs> 6 to 12. All right, Mikey, tell us what is in this weird, weird cover box. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. I <laughs> got this. You threw them off, Celeste. <laughs> I got this. 
<laughs> my bad. My good. You blew it. <laughs> the cover of the box takes a snapshot of the original show where one of the Space Age team members is trying to wrestle away a seemingly critical purse from a bespeckled giant <laughs> lizard as the leader rushes away the unconscious tech wizard and the man of the turban reels back in shock and horror. Classic yep. Fantastic Voyage. <laughs> Inside, we discover a board approximately 16 wooden discs and a spinner connected to the inside of the box right next to the rules which are printed under the cover and that's what's in the box well before we tell you if this voyage is fantastic evan (laughs) shrink these rules down to as tiny as space as you can get them no problem (laughs) fantastic voyage is a game where According to their rules <laughs> insert, right there, and I quote, players command their own combined miniaturiz- miniaturization detection force, that's CMDF, and try to help them escape from a maze, in air quotes. Um, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to see if theme informs play. The <laughs> object of the game... Uh, is to be the first player to move their entire team out of the maze. Mm. There are four members of each team represented by a wooden dowel painted with food color. Uh, (laughs) Easter egg dish, probably. Spin the spinner Uh and move one member of your team along the unidirectional maze. Stack up your dowels if you can and move them together on a single spin. Opponents must land on your stack to break them back up. Move all your pieces to the finish marker. And declare victory if such a thing is even possible. Anything <laughs> like this. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Okay. All, all right. right. So before we before we get to the <laughs> in depth t- gameplay yes. yeah. review, let's talk yeah. a little bit like we did last uh, last week or, or recently about Space 1999. Let's talk about the TV show that this game is based mm. on. Mm-hmm. Boy. So I checked it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you, Celeste, because that, that, that way know, I didn't have to. I did, too. To. I did, yes. too. Yeah. Okay. As uh, I have to say, unlike Space 1999, where <laughs> I was drawn in enough to sit through an entire episode, I barely made it mm. through the opening sequence where they describe what's happening. Mm. But I do have to admit that I loved the announcer, the <laughs> MC for the show. <laughs> starts off with very basic information. Every single episode goes, Headquarters, CMDF, Combined Miniature Defense Force, Project Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. Commander Jonathan Kidd. Oh. Guru. Yeah. Okay, so the Indian, I guess, guy? Yeah, uh, The Asian guy. His name on the show is just guru oh boy he has no yeah. last name how, how do you guru. think this one aged everybody do you think it aged well <laughs> there's guru and this is his this is his job on the crew his job is you have <laughs> commander jonathan kid yes, you yeah. have erica lane doctor biologist oh. that's exactly how she's described wow. and busby birdwell scientist builder uh-huh. not an engineer no. a scientist builder he builds scientists and obviously yeah. spare parts and guru's job is master of mysterious powers <laughs> why how scientific <laughs> what mysterious powers 
Like, uh, uh, you know. So And Mike, why does she have a purse? Who knows? When she's on this mission. Well, for can I just well, start well, off by like saying. maybe a first aid kit, actually. It, it is. Yeah, she's a doctor. Ed, it looks I'm like a hoping. purse. But like, okay, okay. So, but can I just address something here? That they're. Sure. They're. Their solution to all of the universe's problems is to shrink themselves? Like, yes, no, no, that can help. Well, I can see how it could help sometimes. sometimes. It's not, sometimes it's not it's like it's gonna a, go horribly it wrong. It turns every problem into a bigger problem when you shrink <laughs> <Exactly>. yourself. <laughs> and then we have plot. I'm so small, like, I can solve anything. Like, what? Well, maybe it allows you to get right into the, the heart of yeah. the problem. Yeah. Like that documentary, yes. Inner, Inner Space. Remember that? Inner Space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the a documentary, documentary film. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Starring Martin Short. Like maybe if you're going there to fix like a problem with the guy's kidney or something, but like, like I'm super tiny and now I can solve your problems with my mysterious guru here. Oh, I'm sorry, he's not a guru. He is just guru. 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 The master of mysterious powers. I'm guru. Are you a guru? Oh no, that's just my name. That's my name. I'm guru. I'm guru. That's it. Just one name, like Prince. Headquarters, CMDF. Oh, yes. Uh, anybody else want to come up with an issue for what CMDF stands for besides what they have? No, yeah. Uh, send, it send it to us. Yeah. Send it to us. Yes. Tastefully, please. Yeah. Thank and you. On social media. This is a or, family or, show. Yeah. Or privately Sorry, to me if I you want. I shrunk the scientists. Oh, honey, we shrunk <laughs> the honey, science. Yes, science. Yeah. <laughs> so... Let's actually talk about the game now. Oh boy! Right. First, oh, okay. I'd love oh. to. First, I'd love to examine the components. Oh boy! Okay. How about that spinner? Can somebody oh, explain spinner. to me sure. why the spinner has a cut out line on two sides of it? Mm. Because if you actually cut that spinner out on two sides of this board, mm. right, it will have flaps on the other two sides, yeah. and it will sit crookedly. Oh yeah! Right here's where the cut no would sense. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> pointing to it uh, for those of you watching on the video. Yeah, yeah. See, makes no sense. Mm. Well, Next, oh, how about those high quality um, discs? Oh yeah, oh, towel yeah. shavings. <laughs> towel shavings. No, I mean they are the literally. I mean they're, they're classic Euro game components. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. The, this is a dowel that somebody picked up at a hardware store in 1968 Dude. for probably a penny. Cut it into these discs and then dipped it into food coloring, I the mean, cheapest form of coloring possible. Dye you can in, Milton in their, Bradley sparing every expense uh, in, in, in the production defense, value. In their of defense, I have to say what? though that the original Ooh, discs defense. and discs going forward are cut from dowels. They are just a yeah, dowel that's cut. They're cuts. treated a little better, but maybe these are yes. old. Maybe they're faded. I don't know. You know, but they're hideous. But it might just be their age. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> it's certainly not the worst component in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Aren't those? Oh, I mean, let's that's take a right. look. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the board for a moment. The board. How dare they? How dare <laughs> oh, they? Oh my! How dare they call that a maze? <laughs> a maze. It <laughs> is a path. Yeah. It is a single a spiral path. Single pathway that you have to follow. Yeah. You start in the middle of mm-hmm. a spiral and you work your way out, like you know, just. And a million other games you may have seen from that time. This is why the game is for ages, people 6 to 12, because most <laughs> of them may not know what the definition of a maze is. Yeah. Whereas anybody else will likely know it and realize this yeah. is not a maze on any level. Is that why the age range is so slim, 6 to 12? 
just that one range of ages might enjoy this game? Well, the choking hazard kicks in at five, so you can't have that. <laughs> right. So that's that was the reason for that. And 12, you know, they figure, you know. Maybe they're not questioning what? anything until they're 13. I don't know. Oh, the, you know, obviously the metric is who was watching this particular yeah, show. Probably. And their age Actually, category. Don't this might not meet safety hazards today. No. Yeah, maybe safety not. standards. Yeah, swallow not hazards. For I swallowed three and I was okay. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure not six. <laughs> or five. Oh, I mean. no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they used the same image three times. Once on the mm-hmm. outside of the box, once on the inside of the box, and then once on the board. Yeah. And they did license three other pictures, four other images. Okay. <laughs> A total of okay. five images were licensed, um, all of which were jammed absolutely willy-nilly on the corners of this mm-hmm. board behind mm-hmm. the hideous yellow, quote-unquote, maze. Maze. <laughs> some of these pictures yeah, yeah. That's awful i think there's only one board that was more hideous than this that we've played on and that was that divorce game oh god which, oh. which looked slightly more like a a, a small intestine uh, yes that <laughs> yes that's thing. right yeah there's an intestinal <laughs> feature of these kinds of boards and <laughs> one there's direction a- unidirectional maze that's yeah. why i called it what i did in the instructions mm. okay so so Ed, I want to get down into Ed's, what I'm sure is an in-depth analysis mm, of the uh-huh. play of this game. Ed, how did this game play? Let's talk about the choices. All right. Well, you, you do have a choice. <laughs> uh, one of them playing the game. In yes. the first place. Not We've established. And then, uh-huh. and then uh, you Assuming you made that horrible. You're uh-huh. given a uh-huh. number and then you have different pieces you can move. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if you're... Um, I think even if you're in that age group of 6 to 12, you can figure out, hey, um, if any of the way I can move my pieces together, do that, and then move them all as one. Yep. There, Stack there's your em. strategy tip. Yep. yep. Yeah. Stack and it's rolling. It's spin and pray. Stack and bust. <laughs> <laughs> and so luck and luck. Oh, and if you can land on an opponent, do so. Yeah. Yes. Because you'll bust yeah. their stack Especially up. Especially if they're yeah, stacked right. up. Bust them up. That's it. It's somehow a sadder version of Ludo. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was thinking the same exact thing, Celeste. It's just like a sad Ludo. The the game Sorry has about 1,200 times more strategy options (laughs) than this game. Wow. But, like, I I, want to talk about, though, the theme, just how it informed play. Like, this is one of those (laughs) IPs that, like, they just rushed it out. And, like, in the show... Right, these people are cooperating with each other to solve space problems, right? Uh-huh. In this okay. game, who are you and what are you doing? You're basically trying to bust each other up to get to the end of the maze first. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's like a well, it's like a mad well, scramble to the to door. Help you, to help you out uh-huh. if you cooperate by getting all of your team together mm-hmm. and on one stack, they cooperate and move out of the game faster. But who are the teams? Who are the teams? No, you're going to break. Opposing players. They're not team members. Yeah, I get that they're opposing players, Ed. What I'm saying is thematically, who are you yeah, up thematically, against? thematically. The it's other a nice, CMDF yeah. that wants to get the job done first? Okay. And thematically, couldn't we be escaping a building, a corridor, a tunnel or something? something? No, it's just a maze. A, a, a get to the end of the maze. Totally obscure. Total, to, no reference to anything whatsoever. Brutal. I mean, it's the laziest of lazy. It's lazy so doesn't. Yeah, even really I'm, I'm definitely gonna this. dig this up. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm digging up. The, I'm digging up our review. I think our review is spot on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow, it, it is so themeless. Mm. It's so themeless. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it has nothing. no soul at all. 
it's 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 just a circle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could play this game without. It might actually be improved by not having the theme. Oh no! Wow. No, just make it purely no, abstract. No, there's no way. There's no way. I could write. I, we could put like, a theme on this game and do something with it. But the mm. the only thing that's even remotely attractive about this hodgepodge of red, blue, orange, and green is, is the yellow. Is the spinner. <laughs> The spinner Ooh, was spinner. clearly not designed for this game. It's clearly yeah. a printout of a of a spinner that was universally designed for like probably a dozen mm. games. It oh, has yeah. nothing to do with this board. I'm sure other games have this exact spinner on them. Yeah. For Milton Bradley it, it, anyway. It's mildly attractive, unlike <laughs> anything else in this in this <laughs> entire right. it, it actually doesn't fit in the rest of the game because it actually looks like something that uh, a designer might have yeah, actually looked at too yes. high end for this game. All right, all right, explorers. <laughs> let's, let's, oh my god! <laughs> put this voyage to rest. Let's dock this baby. Yeah, it is time to dig up or bury. Hmm. Fantastic voyage. Hmm. What's gonna happen? All right, Mike. Well, Go for just it. another case of sell that IP as fast as you possibly can instead of making a decent game. Just, I don't even know what else to say about this thing. Just bury it in the inky depths of space. <laughs> and don't let it take up space on your shelf. Yeah, no. Mm. Evan? Thanks, Mike. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> Paid 15 you, bucks you to get it. You bit the bullet for the oh rest God. of us, oh, I totally, I totally, <laughs> you know, that's how much I love this show, how much I love our audience, mm. and I love all of you. I will buy the worst games <laughs> Put out yeah. good money for them so we can trash them. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, Fantastic Voyage is neither. It's not fantastic. <laughs> it's not a voyage. No. It represents the worst of the history of board gaming. Mm -hmm. At the time of cheap, flimsy, nothing there, no burger, no nothing, no <laughs> real game here to be played. I can't even see fans of the show wanting this no. garbage as part of their memorabilia. Milton Bradley should be, yet again... Ashamed Shame. of itself. Shame. Shame. Burn it. Not even bury it. You burn it. <laughs> and then bury it. All right. I can just imagine the very sad kid who loved this cartoon and got this game and opened it and found this. Oh, no. I mean, mm. what a disappointment. Space 1999 was an aesthetic masterpiece compared to this <laughs> insult to board True. gaming. Yeah. So, you know, tossed together rubbish, S cut the spinner out, go ahead, cut along those two lines, rip the other two flaps off, <laughs> save the spinner for another day, and bury the rest mm -hmm. of this game. What about Ed? Well, yeah, so Ed, yeah. Ed, Ed, I was this so disgusted by this game, I went ahead of you. It made me ponder. Uh-huh. <laughs> it made me ponder the game. I mean, it's fantastic for a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have to wonder... Is this the most boring game I've played this year? <laughs> There's a lot of stiff competition. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It might not be the worst game you play. I, wow. I, I agree, Ed. I think it isn't the worst but, game of the year, but wow. we'll see when voting time comes. I'm not sure. <laughs> it actually could be rough competition this yeah. year. <laughs> the worst year. Well, the I definitely want to know what the fans think. So if you have mm -hmm. thoughts on whether or not this is the worst game we have reviewed <laughs> yet, uh, this year, we definitely want to hear about it from you and any other horror stories you might have mm -hmm. about intellectual property games mm -hmm. from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. We are at which game first on all social media.
Hit it, Evan. <laughs> that brings us to the end of our show. We look forward to hearing about all the gaming you are doing. And if you want to become a patron of this show, just go to our website, click on Become a Patron Today, and you will get access to our exclusive podcast called... Bonus points. Bonus, bonus. bonus points. Happy gaming, explorers. Leave us a like, rating, or review somewhere. That's right. <laughs> hey, fantastic. Voyage is a great game. Said no one ever... <laughs> Yeah. You gotta keep on turning. You gotta keep on burning. You gotta keep on racing <laughs> until that final octagon drops. Yeah, I think Coolio's Fantastic Voyage was much better than this Fantastic <laughs> Voyage game. Everybody, go tune into that. Get the bad taste out of your mouth, guys. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.